This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a preview of the season opener with you and I. As always, Eric Heft will be joining me in the booth this season, and new to our team is Ryan Harklaw, the nose guard on Iowa State's 2000 Insight.com Bowl Championship team. Each week, the three of us will preview the game ahead, and we're going to start today with you and I. Well, welcome to our first sidecast of the football season, as uh, we couldn't be more fired up to follow the seventh-ranked Iowa State Cyclones as they open the season against Northern Iowa, and it's great, Eric, for us to add Ryan Harklaw to the booth, and Hark is a guy who, you know, we love Ben Bruns and what he brought to the table. It was awesome. Ben's circumstances uh, didn't allow him to continue because of his move, but man, to get the guy that used to line up opposite him every day in practice, that's a pretty good passing of the torch right there. Oh, absolutely. So certainly love Ben, but, you know, love Ryan too, and I know he's going to do a great job. I remember interviewing both those guys when they were playing, and great choices to add to, to our broadcast. Couldn't be more excited. Well, guys, this is a very unusual season opener. I mean, to have so much experience returning, depends on what you look at. If Iowa State has 19 or 20 starters returning, Northern Iowa claims to have every starter returning. So you're talking about 40-plus starters returning for a football game at a season opener. That just never happens. And so might we see a little bit cleaner, better played season opener than maybe what we're used to? I think it's a real possibility. I mean, these guys have, have been through the program, but I think as much as anything, it's the mental part of it, the preparation, getting ready, being ready week one, and certainly playing an FCS team who's really good because of Iowa State's history with you and I, I think that kind of ramps up and, and points out the urgency with which they have to play. And I think the experience certainly helps physically. But I think mentally, as much as anything, I think we can see a lot of really good football. I do as well, actually. I think one thing that really makes a difference too is the age of the players and you know a lot of times you get into the first game of the season and you're throwing an 18 or a 19 year old out there for the first time and physically they're not what they're going to become eventually in their career at that university so this game on Saturday is going to be a bunch of 21 22 uh, year old kids that are physically developed and have a lot of experience obviously playing so you're going to see you're right I think a really clean game by both teams but you're also seeing a nice physical game by both teams as well. And it is a bunch of guys that are probably used to handling their emotions because they are older. But let's face it, none of these guys have played in front of a a full house in a couple of years. So just the emotions when they run out that tunnel, I I just feel like, uh, (laughs) you know, you're going to have to find a way to channel that in a positive direction. It was really cool last week to watch a couple football games, you know, with with people in the stands. I guess UCLA notwithstanding, since they didn't have anybody (laughs) there. But but it was really cool that like Illinois, Nebraska, I mean, just the crowd involvement and the players. I mean, it's easy to get excited when you're a player it, just because you're around your teammates, you make a play or your teammate makes a play. I mean, that's great. But when the fans just amp it up, it's a multiplier effect, I think, from, from an emotional and excitement standpoint. And the fans will get to see the stadium for the first time with the new renovations, obviously in the north end zone. And one of the things that popped for me personally when I was there is that Trice logo, the Jack Trice logo that's on the side of the building, uh, the new performance center. And I don't know if there's a logo that ties a fan base to its players more than the Jack Trice logo. You know, when you and I comes to town, 
they may recognize it because it's an Iowa school, but if, you know, uh, other schools from Iowa come to town, that logo, they don't know what that means to this program. They will learn, but for, for a fan base and the players, and they both understand what it is, there's probably not a logo that will connect a player, the players with the fan base like that logo does. And I just, where that's at on that building is it's beautiful and it's a, uh, the facilities are just outstanding. And I'm excited for all the fans to get a chance to see this place. I mean, even the ribbon board outside the stadium, the plaza, the north end where the Olsen building used to be. I mean, fans are really going to be impressed. I mean, it, it is such a cool look right now. It, it's a look befitting a top 10 team. I couldn't agree more. You guys are both spot on with that. Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. I think another thing that will jump out at fans is the physicality of Iowa State's football team, just the way they look. And we've seen it in practice, all three of us, but I think when fans are in the stands on Saturday and they look out at these guys on the field, they're going to say, wow, that is a well-conditioned, big football team. Absolutely. You know, I've seen a lot of Iowa State football teams in fall camps over the years. I've never seen one that looks physically as imposing. I mean, tall, cut, if you will. I mean, look the part for sure. And you certainly know what they can do from a skill standpoint. I think the added strength and hopefully some speed at some positions uh, is really going to show. Yeah, Dave Andrews has done an outstanding job with these guys. I had a chance to talk to him at practice, and I said that. I go, these are your kids that you've been working with. You've been with them every day for the last year. You probably personally maybe don't notice those changes over a year. Now us and Eric and I go into practice and get a chance to see these guys. A year later, they're, they're, a, different, they're a different breed already. I mean, they, they look really good. And I, I think that's the number one thing our fan base will see when they walk in that stadium is this team looks different. It's the same players. They just look different. And I've had people ask me, like, you know, what do you see? And, I, and it's hard to explain. It's Charlie Kohler, but Charlie Kohler looks better. It's Brees Hall, but Brees Hall looks better. And I don't know, Dave Andrews has done an outstanding job with this team. I'm getting him ready for this year. A couple of years ago, we saw quarterback Will McElveen, a guy that Iowa State recruited as a walk-on, really wanted him to come, but he played very well against Iowa State. He's been battling for the starting quarterback job with Michigan State transfer Theo Day. But what we saw from McElveen a couple of years ago, guys, was him keep plays alive with his feet. And Hark, how tough is it for an interior defensive lineman when a guy's scrambling around back there and you're trying to rush the quarterback or contain him or whatever the case may be for eight, nine, 10 seconds, as opposed to three or four. What's really hard. And it's, it's frustrating uh, and it's physically exhausting because the rush point is not five yards back, you know, and you're trying to attack to a point where that quarterback's going to be, you don't know where it's going to be. And the defensive ends have to contain if he gets, he breaks contain, then you open up the entire football field for this kid to either run it, or throw it down the field. And not only for the defensive line is it challenging, but where you really see the challenges is those defensive backs have to cover their guys a lot longer. A lot of times that's not a three seconds and out or two seconds and out. It can be a five-second play or seven-second coverage. And so our defensive backs will tell you the same thing. It's frustrating because it's the, the point of the throw is not coming from the same place. It's traditional, and it makes it extremely difficult defensively both up front and in the back end of this thing to cover as long as you can and allow your 
defensive line to get that rush on so we can put the pressure on and, and, and make some bad throws or force some bad throws out of that quarterback. And once again, I think that's a, a spot where experience is really going to help too. Iowa State's got some really good pass rushers. Obviously, Will McDonald, one of the leaders in the nation a year ago in, in sacks. But those guys are going to have to be under control, I think, to try to keep him in the pocket. I think because one of the big things for this game will be Iowa State's ability to stop their running game and force them into a one-dimensional attack. Last year, you and I only had one rush all season over 20 yards. Uh, average three yards a carry. So if Iowa State can dominate there, I think that will help Iowa State be able to get some pressure because of known passing situations coming up. Hey, Cyclone fans, for the extra edge that comes from looking and feeling my best, I reach for my authentic brand gear. The style and comfort of Authentic Brand by TCB Companies delivers that boost of confidence to be my best. Authentic Brand gear can do the same for you or your entire workforce. Outfit your life with Authentic Brand gear by TCB Companies. And don't just do it, do it in Authentic Brand. And Iowa State really did uh, stop the run against Northern Iowa a couple years ago. Really dominated that game statistically, but uh, it it still was a a battle to win it. And, you know, guys, for a, a guy who's got 80 career touchdowns accounted for in Brock Purdy, 62 through the air and 18 on the ground. I don't know he's ever made a bigger play than jump fumble against <laughs> you and I, you know, and yes. uh, sa- saving that game. Well, it was, it would have been a loss if he hadn't got the football. He got it. And then I would stay one on the next play, but well, you know, that's one of the things about Brock. He's going to try to make play. He will make plays for you. I'm hopeful Hopeful the game won't come down to a third overtime, but you never know in a matchup like this because, you know, I think one of the big things for Iowa State in this game, we know what kind of enthusiasm that you and I is going to have playing an in-state rival for sure. Iowa State, if they match that, I think they'll be fine. But if they don't, it's going to be a, a dog fight like it's been so many times. I think that they're ready, you know, just being there this week in practice. They, they know these guys were on that field that day. And, mm-hmm. again, it comes back to that mission. These, these guys came back, you know, and they, a lot, a couple of them could have gone to the NFL, obviously quite a few of them could be getting paid significantly to play the game right now. They came back on a mission, and that mission starts on Saturday, and I'm excited for, for, for that to get started. I, they were in that game in 2019. I think what we'll see on Saturday is this team start that mission towards where they want to get to. Well, like you mentioned earlier, Hark, too, physically stronger. I mean, more ready, but once again, mentally stronger as well, knowing what's at stake and what can happen if you don't leave it all out there. Absolutely. And that's that's the MO of the senior class, right? So Brock Purdy making those plays. That's why when you're any game you're in, you want him behind the center. I don't care what he's done prior to that snap. I don't care if he's had three quarters or weren't his great. That's the guy you want behind center because he's a gamer and he's a competitor. He will find a way to fall on a fumble if he has to to win a game. And that's who you want behind center is that guy that will not let you lose. And, I mean, he's every year he's been here, he's been a great leader and a big part of why we are where we are today. I was listening to Brock Heward and E.J. Manuel on radio the other day. A couple quarterbacks played in the NFL, really good college quarterbacks as well. And they were talking about, the mentality of the quarterback position. And E.J. Manuel made a great point. He said, you know, for him, the older he got, the more he realized it doesn't matter what happened in the first quarter. If I have a bad first quarter, I've got three quarters to turn it around, all the way up to that fourth quarter. So you don't really know that. You get down when you're younger. And I think 
maturity, I think, is really going to pay off in spades this year. I completely agree. Yeah, he's he's the right guy for this team. He's the one that kind of started this run at that leadership level. And you're right. I think even when we've seen him, when if he's ever had a, a you know a bad throw, he comes back out that next series, and he'll still he'll just throw that throw a little better. You know, he's not scared of the throw. He'll step up to that challenge, and that's so defining of him as a person. Go back to the Baylor game last year. I mean, he has three picks in the first half, and then he is flawless after that. I mean, you're able to shrug that kind of thing off. It takes a certain amount of maturity to do that. Yeah, you got to have a short memory, and he's a winner. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones' John Deere dealer of choice. So, Eric, after uh, this game, when you grab a stat sheet, what will be the first thing you look at? <laughs> wow. First thing I, I look at is yards per carry. Are we able to successfully run the football? If we run the football well, and I, and I expect that we will, I, I'm pretty confident that things are going to go really well for Iowa State. But our ability to run the football and, and ability to stop the run, those would be the, the rushing stats I think are going to be huge in this game. I completely agree. If you look back to the Oregon game, the last game they played, they physically dominated Oregon. And and we are a very physical football team. And it doesn't when you're running out of the spread, doesn't it, it doesn't mean that you're not physical. These guys out of a spread were just manhandling Oregon, especially towards the end of that game when they're finishing that thing out. And you're right. I, I couldn't agree more. I, these guys, they just need to turn it back up from where they left off last year. And, be, you know, when you're physical like that, it just opens the entire game up for them. So, Eric, you're right on on that because that, that's where we left the season last year. And I'm anxious to see that thing tick up again this year and get that started with it. The more things change, the more they stay the same. If you can run and stop the run in college football, no matter how you're lining up, you're going to have a great chance to win. Guys, let's talk about a couple of the players that have emerged to the top of the depth chart that maybe raised an eyebrow or two. But let's start with J.R. Singleton, who's a redshirt freshman. Absolutely quality kid. I, I, I can't wait, Eric, for you to interview him after a game. Fans are going to absolutely love him. Just a genuine, really, really good person. And But, man, he's emerged, and uh, Coach Haycock says he loves his energy. So he and Isaiah Lee will both see a lot of playing time, but uh, Singleton's at the top of the depth chart. Yeah, and I think he gives a, maybe a little more athleticism, a little more quickness, a little more quick twitch at that position than Isaiah. Both certainly going to play a lot, but I think he he's the guy that I think they were so high on him when they recruited him initially. And he has not disappointed. I, I look for him to have a terrific year. That D-line looks really good. I've been telling my friends, if I was playing right now, I'm not sure I'd get on the field. So let's talk about Kamani King, too, because uh, he and Jaquan Amos have been in a real battle uh, at safety. Uh, I think they'll both play a lot. But Kamani's a guy that's been in the program and has kind of earned his stripes. You know, another one of those guys, I mean, you go back over the past few years, the number, I think, of quality secondary players that they've recruited, I mean, it's created tremendous competition, whether you throw DJ Miller into that mix, you know, a whole bunch of guys, uh, you know, Craig McDonald, uh, guys that are going to be in the hunt for playing time. Competition will, will make or break you. And I think uh, Kamani King, with the experience he's had on special teams and playing some, you know, from scrimmage as well, uh, has served him well. He's learned some lessons, and he's got a couple of great guys around him uh, to really help him out. I mean, you can't overstate the importance of a guy like Greg Eisworth back there who's played all those three safety positions in his time to help these young guys. And obviously, in this case, uh, Kimani has really stepped up and, and taken advantage of it. 
he has, and, and Eric, being with you that day at practice, is the defensive backs and the battles with our wide receivers was awesome to watch that day. That's as deep a room as we have at Iowa State right now, and probably the deepest I've ever seen it. When you look at a backup like TJ Tampa, I mean, he's probably 6'3", right. and physical with the receivers. I mean, I've just I've not seen us have a, a, a cornerback that size, but at the same time, we have Anthony Johnson back, who, in my opinion, is the most underrated player on our football team. He that he quietly goes out about his business and he doesn't see a lot of balls because no one wants to go that way on him. So I've been very, very impressed with both the safeties and with the corners through the camp. You mentioned depth too. I see on the depth chart, the two true freshmen from Colorado, Freeler and Miles Purchase. Miles Purchase has really impressed me at that corner position as well. One of the player of the year in Colorado a year ago. So, I mean, there's really young depth and some experienced depth and you throw Daytron Young, and Tavon Kyle at the other corner, a lot of guys with some experience, successful experience, if you will, to man those corner spots and guys waiting in the wings. That's a physical sport. Things happen. A guy's laying on the field and the entire stadium pin drop. You can hear it. And it's just a gasp. You know, we've not had that depth before. We don't want to see anyone get hurt. But what has been amazing about the staff, what they've done, they just built some, built some depth. When that person goes down, there's not one behind them. There's two or three at almost every position where you should all be, uh, feel very comfortable with who's going to be their backup. DJ Miller, another guy that adds to that depth at corner. He moved over right. from uh, safety and has looked sharp uh, when I've seen him in practice as well. So another guy to add some depth at that corner spot. I want to talk to you guys about an individual matchup that I think will be really fun to keep an eye on this Saturday, and that's uh, Will McDonald in his first start, if you will, at uh, – at defensive end, rush end, going against Trevor Penning, who many consider an NFL prospect. He's certainly the best offensive lineman for Northern Iowa, and they've produced some really good offensive linemen through the years. So uh, it'll be fun to see Will and see how, you know, how he does with this new challenge of uh, maybe playing 40 snaps a game instead of 25 to 30. Well, I mean, his ability, the strength that he's added, you know, uh, the physical nature of his game, how much it's improved since he arrived on campus. It allows him to be an every-down guy, you know, stand up against the run, uh, not just be a pass-rush specialist. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a good matchup, and I, I would say I think that tackle, whichever side Will lines up on, the, the tackle opposite him is going to have his hands full. May need a little bit of help. I agree. He, he's, his motor is awesome. A lot of his sacks, he's such a great athlete, but he, when, that, when that ball snaps, that engine turns on, he doesn't turn it off until that something happens. And then that's, that's what makes him great. And I think what excites the NFL, if you can get an athlete like that to play that hard for that long, you know, you've got something special. So you and I, as we know, they bring, uh, you know, a lot of these Iowa kids in. This kid was, I believe, six seven or six eight, real big, tall, lanky kid. And now he's developed into an NFL prospect. And, and you and I is famous for that, to grab someone that's under uh, recruited. You know, they just don't look the part their senior year. And they turn him into something, and, you know, Will is going to have an opportunity to showcase himself game one against another NFL prospect. Will impacts every single play that he's in, you know, and, and Eric and I were kind of laughing about, you know, how many times did he get held last year? How many times did he get held and it wasn't called last year? How many times did he rush the quarterback into a decision he didn't want to make last year? But if you go back and watch last year's games, Will was impacting just about every single play that he was in. I asked Zach Peterson about him, and he said he thinks he's made of rubber. He said, I'm not sure how that's possible. But it was a pretty good line from Zach. But uh, 
Man, I, I'm just excited to see Will play because I, I think with that added weight and increased athleticism, he's just – he's a freak, and, and I can't wait to, see, wait to see what he can do. And Zach's made of steel, right? So he's <laughs> yeah, made right. of rubber. Wait, wait till you see Zach because this kid – you yeah. talk about motors. That guy knows how to play one thing, and, and that is hard. And he you, you look at him on kickoff, he, he runs down on kickoff coverage – and he is one of the first guys down the field, and he's running with the DBs. And he just, again, you talk about the motor of a player. That guy, he is built really well, and he another great athlete for us. So if that's the changeup that, that the tackle is going to see, that's a long day for those guys when you're going to have two great football players running at you all day. So we, we've got options that we can keep throwing at them. And a the guy we haven't even mentioned, uh, I think one of the big things this year, you talk about guys coming back, you know, any Wazirike uh, coming back, and his ability to play multiple positions. I mean, he's been starting, he started you know, 30 games in his career, and he looks the part. Holy cow, big, strong, and his ability to play that other end spot and be able to rotate, you know, Corey Suttle in there, Cordarius Bailey. I think there's a whole bunch of guys that can really play great football at that end spot. And I think it may be even an opportunity this year we'll see a few more four-man fronts on occasion with, with any inside. Yeah, you might. And he, he's, a, he's a Sunday person. He, I mean, he looks the part. He plays the part. After this year, you will see him on Sundays. But again, you're right. He's one of those other guys that decided to come back on that mission with us. And there's going to be a lot of options. For me, being a path defensive lineman, when you see players like that up front, it just gives you comfort. You, that's where the, the defensive starts to stop the run. And we've got really strong defensive linemen right now. Well, guys, can't wait for Saturday, and we'll see you up in the stadium. I guess we'll save a few things to talk about the pregame, maybe. It, it's going to be a blast, and that's a good thing. There are a lot of topics we can talk about with this football team, so we'll have plenty left on the left on the menu for, uh, for Saturday morning. But thanks for doing this. It's been a blast. We'll do this every week. All right. Look forward to it, guys. Can't wait. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.